three, four. Facts, fibs, and fairy tales. <laughs> Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. I can't even let that be the beginning. Jesus Christ. That's fine. Just do a do a double take. <laughs> I'll open the spice box. Yes. Have you had spice box before? Um they it's... made they made a pumpkin spice box and for one no. for one year in my life, not a whole year. Yeah. But for one liquor season of my life. Um, yeah, I, I leaned pretty heavily into it. I bought it for friends. Pumpkin spice box? I think box? I bought like five bottles of it at once and just like gave it to people. I was like, you ha- you don't even need to mix it. And then I just, there was too much vomit. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm upset that pumpkin spice box exists, but that's okay. Uh, I got to do this part. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy, Matt Sweet. My guest today is the notorious Kyle who is a, um, I think they call this in the heterosexual business, a pussy crusher. And uh, I'm really excited to learn about being a heterosexual from him because that's what season four or series four is all about. Yeah. Learning shit. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. (laughs) Um, He's currently mixing us a drink uh, with Spicebox Whiskey. We're not sponsored though. That's the unofficial sponsor of this episode. And Canada Dry. Which is also the unofficial sponsor of an episode I did with my ex-boyfriend, John, who, coincidentally, lived on the same street Kyle lived on. And, if we're being honest, is kind of a little bitch. (laughs) He's going to hear that. Yeah. And he's going to be mad about it. Come at me, bro. (laughs) We apparently start podcasts after we finish a bottle and then open the second, so. Yeah, no, I don't know why you would do it otherwise. Uh, Cheers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Um, you'd actually asked a question before we started rolling. I, I did. Go I again. fully forgot what it was, though. It was, how do I identify? Oh, yeah. Tell us about you. Who are you and how do I identify? And first off, I really appreciate that question. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of like asking someone what cast they're in before you actually have a conversation with them. Right. Like So <laughs> I... Uh, are Bra- you a chav? Brahmin, if we're, if we're being, you know. Oh, you're so fancy. If we're being honest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had an app uh, called Field, F-E-E-L-D. If you're into group stuff and you don't have that, you're ridiculous. Yeah. You're ridiculous. Um, but, I've never even heard of this app. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I'm so close-minded. Yeah, the people on it, um, a, lot of, a lot of Oasis frequenters. Um, Oasis being a Toronto uh, sex club. Sex uh, club is a... A stretch. Sex location. Sex location, yeah. Um, It has a pool. It has a pool. It's come up a few times on the podcast. Oh, yeah, it would. (laughs) It would. It would. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it would. Um, But they had a a classification for for identification that I hadn't heard before. I wish I could remember. I don't have the app anymore. I wish I could remember it. But it was like, um, it was like hetero whatever. I don't know. It was like, I've done stuff, like I've been around, but yeah. like when I have relationships, historically they've been with women. That being said, uh, the love of my life, my roommate, like we kind of have a relationship too. Okay. Like we play video games together, we cook together, we laugh and cry together. Right, not where other. I thought that sentence was headed. Well, we've, <laughs> we've, we've had someone in between us as yeah. far as that's concerned. Well, I mean, that answers one of my many questions here, which is, what is your threesome policy? Um, 
Are there rules? My policies and rules all come with situational awareness, something I'm very much about. If, if I'm in a monogamous relationship, then yeah. they're off the table unless it's... Otherwise some, discussed. Yeah, otherwise yeah. discussed. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all for them when I'm single or in a relationship that allows for them. But like, uh, in terms of like the rules of like, is it MMF, MFF? It's any combo. M- <laughs> right. It's any combo. My like, first, you're there, you're naked, whatever happens. My first group experience yeah. was, uh, I mean, it was probably more like doing something with one person while other people in the room are doing things with their one person. Okay. Like, that's the icebreaker. And yeah. I think that's a good one. Um, and Just then, like, we're all here doing yeah, a thing. Yeah, because there is there is an amount of pressure that comes with, you know, group performance. In, I mean, in I've any, only done it once, and it was a lot. If you've ever been on stage for any reason, you'll understand that pressure. <laughs> have you been on stage? Uh, not in a capacity where I've had to have an erection. <laughs> but... But I was in Pirates of Penzance, and, oh, and for up. years I played drums in Uxbridge's musical theater. So. All right. Well, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh. But uh, the first, yeah, the first one was that, and then uh, I actually ended up having a threesome with my friend Scott and his ex, mm. and it was probably five minutes, and we'd locked the doors, but then my roommates and more people came through the fire escape and through a window. I got embarrassed, ran to the bathroom before they saw me, and then came out with a towel, just being like, oh, I was showering, what's happening? <laughs> Months later, Scott was killed in an accident that right. we were both in, so I did think maybe my dick was cursed for a minute. Yeah. Um, Do you feel now that your dick is still cursed? It is not, that I know of. <laughs> okay, that I know of. Yeah. Right, there could be a witch cursing your penis right yes. now, yeah. but you're not sure. Yeah. I and mean, that's good to know. Tarot cards are in. Anything's possible. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so... <laughs> so pro. You I answer your question, I am pro-group pro experience. You Pro-group experience, and you identify as hetero-whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, I've sucked a dick before, but that was... Hashtag twist. Yeah, that was one time. <laughs> um, you say that like it was when you were 16. Uh, I was young, <laughs> but I was not 16. No, I was. Okay. I think I was like 20. Like a cute 20. Yeah, I was. A, I was a pretty cute. When you like accidentally sucked a dick, uh, <laughs> were were you like, I don't know about all this, or were you like, eh, I'll get through this? I mean, honestly, it came from a place that was like, it was a very close friend who I'd only found out like not that long ago was gay. Like that was when the okay. term metro existed, and it was oh. just a whitewash for anything that had yeah, you could do whatever. Closet. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I drive this Honda because I'm metro. Yeah, um, and I wear a lot of Ben Sherman because I'm metro. You're so fancy. You're well, fancier he, than I am, and he, I'm a legit homosexual. Well, he was British. <laughs> you have to understand. This was the early two thousands. Right. Um, so he was a friend and he was close and trusted and him like initiating this, like Mm. it came for me, it came from a place like I didn't want to say no and offend him. Or like, I honestly had come from a small town. I hadn't had a ton of experience. My dad was a minister. So yeah, when it happened, I was just like, I don't know. Like, I'll just put it in my mouth to get it over. It's never just like, Hey, suck my dick. It's like, Hey, I'll suck your dick. That's where they get you. Because who's going to say no to that for right. anyone? You suck my dick, I'll suck your dick. Yeah, and then it's like, well, yeah. I'm here. I'm just upset because this, like, it circles, everything circles back to my, my childhood. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Yeah, and I'm just like, 
Why did no one want me to suck their dick? Was it because I was a pimply-faced teenager? Was that the thing? No, it was probably it was hotter for them not to ask. Right. I should have just sucked their dick. Yeah. And be like, ah. Yeah, conversation sometimes ruins what right. could otherwise be a completely just happenstance. Functional experience. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is why Grinder. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I don't want to focus on your homosexual experiences because that's not what we're here for. Right. We're about teaching me about the other side of things. Um, but I'm glad to hear that you've had a dick in your mouth. It makes me feel closer to you. I've also, I don't know if this counts. <laughs> yeah. I've also had mine and someone else's dick in their wife's mouth. In their wife's mouth. I don't think that... You that's know what? Just, I don't that's know. just kinsmanship, right? <laughs> I think that's just broing, as that's, far as yeah, I know. That's no homo. Like you, <laughs> hashtag no homo. I thought so. Thank you for. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's move on. Yeah, I think anytime you're like the sentence ends with the wife, I feel like that's probably heterosexual. I mean, homosexuality has a long tradition of having wives. <laughs> yeah, we're huge fans of it. Yeah, my grandpa did it. <laughs> Stop trying to make this about homosexuality. I'm okay, really upset fine, with man, you. Fine, fine, whatever. We're trying to talk about vaginas, yeah, yeah. which I know nothing about. For sure. Um, yeah. Okay, let me ask you this question. And it's my favorite question because it's one of those things that um, when I came out to my sister, one of her first questions to me was, but how do you know? And I was like, what? How do you know you're straight? So when was the moment you knew you were a straight-ish person? Mostly well, straight. Well, for me, that my dad actually can, knows that story. He, he used to keep a journal, so he had these great memories of growing up uh, for me. And he said he knew that I was obsessed with women when he was trying to teach me how to play Frisbee when I was, like, toddler age. Mm -hmm. And we were on the beach, and he throws the Frisbee, and two girls in thong bikinis go by, and my head turns with them, and the Frisbee just takes me out. <laughs> He's like, that's when I knew your survival yeah. instincts were override, like overridden by, by that ass. Nearby, sorry, I believe it's pronounced that by ass. That, by that female <laughs> ass. What beach were you at? Sobble. Where's that? Sobble Beach is near Owen Sound. Ah. Uh, Lake Huron. What a great Ontario reference. Check it out there, bud. <laughs> Come on, boy. Uh, amazing. Okay, so I'm glad this happened early for you. You identified. Mm -hmm. um, I love that journey. Um, so tell me a little bit more if you, because I want to get into the heterosexual mating ritual. Sure. Because um, I feel like this podcast, we lean a little heavy on the gay shit. Yeah. Because I'm kind of into it. Yeah. And I'm the host and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But I want to know from your perspective, like, are there like rules to being a heterosexual man trying to pick up a heterosexual woman. There are rules. There what? are also several laws. Oh, there's law. Yeah, like Girl. consent. I would say consent is probably let's lead, let's start there. I mean, I would love to start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world's not ready yet. Yeah, but... I think it would be so cute if we just all started at consent. Yeah, catch up. Catch up, fam. <laughs> Start with consent, uh, and and then really like it comes down to, it, it comes like are there rules? Yeah, I mean there's age also a rule. I'm pretty Talk sure. to me. What's age mean? What do you mean? Uh, well, while Aaliyah once said age ain't nothing but a number, yeah. How people currently feel about R. Kelly would say that maybe that's not the case. Right. I believe in the rule of seven, which is like you divide your age in half oh. plus seven, 
And that should tell you roughly what, like, the range, the beginning range of who's... And that's for you. But a lot of... <laughs> and a lot of people just go with, like, the like the legal age of an adult, which is 18. Right. And then, for example, in Ontario, there's a legal age of consent, which is 16, I believe, or 17. If you're a woman. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, for butt sex, it's different. Because the rules are different for butt sex. Are they? Yeah, sodomy is a whole thing. Because I never saw anything about gender when I Googled that. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, huh. what, in my, in my ute, perhaps, Yeah. my, my twenties, let's call it my late twenties, uh, I had a very brief romance with a gentleman who was 18 and it was like a thing, like we can't fuck because it's legal. Wouldn't that just make it hotter or? I mean, we got pretty goddamn close to it and cool. I, and. Edging's cool. Edging is so cool it's for cool. a time. It's cool that you guys did that. Um, yeah, it was really... So, just like but that's a good place to start. It's like, know your laws, uh, <laughs> right. consent. Uh, yeah, don't fuck a 12-year-old. And I then, think that's a great place to and start. And then when, when you say, are there rules or are there like blah, blah, it's like, well, what's your goal? Like, what are you trying to do when you are approaching a woman? Oh, twist. Okay. Right? So, okay, what you, what's your like go-to move when you're like, I want to fuck versus mm-hmm. I want to date you? So... I think it's a lot easier now um, because you don't even have to spend money or go to a bar. That makes it, that actually, I think today makes it more difficult because so many women dress, uh, you know, like totally empowered and sexual just to go dance. Like it's not mm. because they're trying to attract no, male they're just energy. having a good time. They, they want to feel literally powerful. Just like they feel good. They sexy. look good. They're emulating sexiness and they yeah. go dance. And, you know, Sometimes they're into it, and you'll know by body language, first and foremost. Body language oh. is the most important thing. Is there a cue attention. you can think of that's like, come talk to me versus don't talk to me? Well, I mean, it's, it starts with eye contact, Okay, I think. Like, the eyes, like, the eyes are a big part of it. And you just then, looked at my eyes, and I feel seduced already. So, and, and then it's open body language, right? Like, facing you. Co- mm. Like, I grew up with a lot of women, and there were Cosmos in the bathroom, and I read that shit, so... <laughs> Right, you took those quizzes. I took those quizzes. And yeah, yeah if so if they're like facing you, mm-hmm. like if their body is facing you, that's supposed to be a thing. There's all kinds of books that'll try and break it down. Um, it's always just felt instinctual for me. Like I can tell or right. I can't. Um, but there's so many cues. Like what shoes is she wearing? There's a, there's a lot that what goes into What shoes is she wearing? Yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's tons of stuff that, that women do to either put themselves out there or not. And it's really difficult to perceive at first okay. because... You, you need to hang out with women, like, asexually or, or you know, sort of platonically. yeah. And listen and, and have them be comfortable with you to start listening to how they talk to their other girlfriends mm-hmm. in different scenarios. So, for me, that happens in a long-term relationship. Then I start being around my partner who's with her friends, and they're talking candidly about her friend's single life. <laughs> and I listen. And, yeah, they're like, oh, well, I did this because, you know, I was going out for that dick tonight. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> right, okay. so you're picking up the clues. Yeah. To be like, if ever I need to go hunt some pee, yeah. this is what I, I need to look so out for a bitch off, with a five-inch heel, not a six-inch heel. So the, the first way to know you're gay is that you call it, I hunt that pee. <laughs> which we don't say in, in my community. Right. Oh, yeah. I should probably stipulate this. You don't necessarily reflect the views of all heterosexuals. Yeah, we like to say, smodge that vaj, or... <laughs> You know, we have fun with it. To be fair, I think smash that vaj sounds gayer than smash that pee. Well, I didn't do the accent. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough. 
I'm trying to think. What is that? It's a. It's is it Pussy Crusher? No. I mean, yeah, crushing that pee uh, is a thing that comes up in our universe a lot. Our universe? Yeah, I don't want to alarm people, but perhaps we work together, and perhaps one of the things that comes up is crushing pee a lot. It is. Wow, you don't pay attention at all. No, man, I can't keep my eyes on that channel. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, great. Well, then we're just going to roll right past that, and I just need you to know that I believe you are a, a, a pussy crusher. Well, thank you. Yeah, based, based on the, the, the crumbs of information I've learned the about The sheer you. math of it. The, the, based on the sheer Honestly, math. just trying to keep track of the names of the women is a lot. Well, it's gotten, a, it's gotten easier recently, but... Yeah, which is great. Yeah. But before that, I was like, I don't have time to write a spreadsheet for this. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. I love that. It was a time. <laughs> it was, And I think yeah. that's important, like, just to, to reference that. Like, it's important <laughs> to, like, don't lock yourself into relationships unless you've tried things, right? Like, mm. how do you know what you want unless you've seen it and said no? Or, or unless right. you've experienced it to even know. Like, a lot of people think they don't want something, they try it once, and they're like, oh my god. Yeah, now, I know. This is who I am now. And that can take over your life in a big way. Also I, true. I mean, <laughs> if, if it comes too late in life, like, if you... Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you live yeah. your whole life, like, how is that possible? But if you live your whole life openly trying everything and being open to as many experiences as possible, and not trying more, to cling to one... You can pick and choose one, a bit more. Yeah, then it's not yeah. going to, like, take over your life later. Like a lot of my friends whose parents smoked weed, they actually have great control over their weed habits because they were exposed to it earlier. Right. It's not like, you know, me, I was a minister's son. So when like drugs, discovered and, drugs and free sex came around, I was like, oh my God, like, let's do it all now. Yeah. And yeah. I had being a Scorpio going against me too. I don't know what that means, but I'm mad about it. I Life is hard. <laughs> Girl. Um, Girl, you don't have so to yeah, tell me about so, that. So body language, yeah, uh, you pay attention yeah. to that. But like apps and words are now the gateway to consensual just like sex with no... It's so much easier because yeah. the implications are there. You're on the app, especially something like Tinder or Field or apps that take away the pretense and let mm -hmm. everyone know what your intentions are just by being there. Do heterosexuals on Tinder know that it's just for fucking at this point? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Like women and I know men. gays were like obviously the pioneers and like... We're here to fuck on this app. Yeah. And then, I, then Tinder came along and was like, oh my God, let's all date. Like and then people were like, girl. It's, it's Hinge now. Oh. <laughs> Hinge. Yeah. It was Bumble for a minute. Bumble was a cute time. But too many fuckboys from Tinder found out about Bumble. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So now it's back to Tinder. I have Bumble swag in my closet. Shut the fuck up. Should I be wearing it? I'm upset you're not bringing it up. Should I wear it? Hold on. Filling the time with music. Um, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to talk about the fact that he has Bumble swag. Back when I mentioned that he was crushing pussy, I want you to know that he legitimately you has a that. Bumble hat. Oh, uh? Oh, I'm sorry, and also a visor for when you're doing cocaine on a beach. Nope, this is for playing Mahjong with uh, Vietnamese women. <laughs> but good try. I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't read mahjong to me. Good try, but yeah, apps and words like I, you know, I need to put this bumble hat if, on. Hold if on. you can be transparent and realize that women have the same urges that men do, and you don't have to trick them. Yeah, shocking twist. Them, yeah. You can say not looking for a relationship. 
Looking for a fuck in the woods. But I'm not just looking for like a different pussy every night. Like I want mm. good, consistent pussy yeah. from like twelve people. <laughs> I think it's twelve. It's twelve. Twelve is ridiculous. You have to keep it to however many days of the week there are. If you're willing to commit to that many days of your week being about for pussy. that purpose, you can double up. Oh, like oh, you, you can. You, you can do like, but I think you should stick to like seven or eight because then you can double up. Mm-hmm. And still have a day off. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally astounded right now because that's a lot of stamina. Do you really find yourself being like, you know what I need right now? Pussies. Seven days a week. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I will fuck you twice a week, maybe, oh. but also pizza every other night. See, I've done both at the same time. <laughs> you, can have, you can have like... In my most recent foray into single stuff, I kind of started playing sex bingo where I was like, well, what haven't I done? Which is this podcast for mm-hmm. you, this episode. Yeah. Like, what, what haven't you What haven't you learned? What, so, right. yeah, I'd, we'd be like having sex and I'd be like, have you ever had sex while smoking a cigarette? And she'd be like, no. So I'd be like, I'll light you a cigarette. Let's do that. Have you ever had sex while eating pizza? No. Here's some pizza. What? I'll eat some too. <laughs> okay. How did pizza sex go? Well, we already had the pizza. Oh, so you had this? You had the pizza, then the sex. There was pizza. Yeah, we'd had some, but not much because you don't like to eat too much when you're anticipating. I don't want to be loaded. Inter- yeah, exactly. With a dick in me, especially That's when there's lot. a dipping sauce. <laughs> and so, so then we were just like we were doing it, and yeah. the chemistry was such that like we had that kind of like oh okay, like how silly can we get? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I love that part of sex when you hit that point where it's just like, you know what? We're having a good time. Let's be silly because yeah. this is a silly experience. Yeah. Fart on my dick. Do whatever. <laughs> Probably not the first time that's been said on this podcast. I mean, I think actually farts don't come up as much as you think. There's a lot of shitting on a dick on this podcast. Oh, well, that's just not healthy. I mean, it, it happens. Agree to disagree, sir. I take. <laughs> You've never. Wait, actually, let's let's jump down to another question. On my I know. List. Are, you, are we even going to get through these? Uh, the, How long is this podcast? This, these like notes are irrelevant. Fair. We'll We're having a conversation. We'll edit in post. Yeah. I. Everyone thinks I edit. It's so cute. No one thinks you edit. Yeah, I can't imagine they think I. Edit. <laughs> no one thinks that. Can you imagine if I did edit? Who has the time? Anyway, important question. Uh, I wrote it down here. Uh, butt stuff. What's your policy? So that's an interesting one for yeah. me because it's never done it for me. Like ass, mm. I love, but the Define asshole, ass I love. What do you mean? Like I love the physical butt. Like I'm an ass man. Okay. So like I see a nice the ass. Visual. Yeah, I see a nice ass, and I'm like, like good lord, I want it to sit on my face. Yeah. I want to motorboat it. Do you eat the ass? I have eat, eaten the ass, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I am not anti-ass. It doesn't, for me... So, yeah, for me, the thing that really gets me going is when the person I'm with has, is really getting going. Yeah. So, when it comes to, like, stuff I'll do, it's, like, kind of chameleon-oriented. Like, does this make you respond, therefore yeah. I will continue? So, like, right. only this year I had my ass eaten for the first time. Oh, God and it bless was, you. And it was so interesting. Hashtag 2019. It was, yeah. Well, 2018. Oh. Yeah. That's a disappointing year, but I'm into yeah. it. 
Yeah, well, 2018 was fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was kind of cool because like there was like a, a ceremony to it, right? Like I showered, like yeah. I knew it was happening. You cleaned her out, and it was and it was like a very vulnerable experience because like as the man, you're bent over, mm-hmm. and that's not something I experience sexually very often. Usually, a woman, in my experience, likes being more dominated mm-hmm. than having the control. Yeah. Um, Can I ask how how did that come about? How did you be like, you know what? This person has been like, I'm gonna eat your ass, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. How did how did that? So the person I'm referencing is in an open relationship. Uh, her boyfriend lives um, in another city, mm-hmm. and they both can do this stuff. And I met her on that field app, and the chemistry right away was just like this episode brought to you by Field, yeah, the app. F e e l d, check it out. <laughs> um, play the field. Ah! No, I caught that. I mean, no, this goes without saying. Yeah. But yeah, so it, I think it comes from pillow talk, right? Like when you're in okay. that vulnerable post-coitus yeah. position, and yeah, I'm using coitus, and uh, and you're talking, like, I was interested about, like, her other partners, what her other nights were like. Like, sometimes okay. I'd be like, you're doing it right now with someone else, send a photo, right? Like, Girl, that's, yeah. so, that's so, like... I'm into it. Yeah. You're so actualized. Yeah. I'm obsessed. And and so it comes from that and then being like, well, what'd you do with them? Oh, you like doing this to people? Well, I've never done Okay, let's try it. The like, time has come. Yeah, I feel safe with you. Like we have, there's no, you know, there's no consequences because she can never be my girlfriend because she has a boyfriend. Right. And for me, like when I pick an actual partner, I prefer monogamy. I find that so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So when you're single, you're just like, hoe to the wind. I mean, over time, like in my last relationship, I got more comfortable and like actually kind of wanted the idea of that, but it's not necessary for me. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a serial monogamist. So for me, it's like I, I believe in the idea that I could become, maybe not Polly. Polly's probably like a big definition for it's me. It's a lot of work. <laughs> right? But like the idea that like, oh, we could invite in a guest artist every now and then. But for me, it's about getting to a place where I feel so fucking secure yeah. that it's fine. And that, yeah. that that in itself is such a journey. And and I don't know if it's the same for you, but with a lot of the women I've been in relationships with mm-hmm. who like we had the talk about like, what about a threesome? Like, it was so specific. Like, we're on vacation. <laughs> right. It's the surfing instructor. Right. We'll never see him again. He's this like bisexual like it has mm-hmm. to kind of be like it's not just about the woman it's yeah. kind of like he's a he's also it just like, makes it yeah he's a sagittarius yeah exactly like he's not right. threatening yeah. but also mask like it's so specific that it'll never happen yeah that's very dan savage actually because yeah. like he and his partner have an open relationship technically but the rules of that are yeah. so specific so that specific. the idea of it even happening is like yeah like most most of the actual relationships i've been in the Closest to a threesome we got was a dildo with a suction cup on the wall. But it's still fun. It's still fun. One of my... I just have to brief aside about dildos. Because what was the first question? Like, <laughs> I don't, who fucking cares? What are you trying to accomplish here? Nobody's editing it. Fair. Fair. Um, my favorite thing about dildos is uh, once upon a time, I was dating a gentleman and he was going away on tour and he had rented his apartment out. Mm-hmm. And... The guy who was renting the apartment was this other homosexual, and we were like, what is the funniest thing we can, like, leave behind when he comes into this apartment? So we had this giant suction cup, massive cock dildo 
that we just suction cup to the wall of the shower mm-hmm. and waited for any response. And the best part is, no response ever happened. Which is, I assume, he That's was just good. like, I'm going to ride the shit out of this every yeah. time I shower to clean the whole thing out and get ready for whatever. Yeah. I Which mean, I funnier would have been both a fleshlight and a suction cup dildo and a sign that says, choose your own adventure. But you know what? In retrospect... <laughs> Which hindsight's always the best. It is. It really is. But I don't. Did I answer your question? I don't it's, even know what written the down. Is. I think we talked about butt stuff. We do, oh, we what's my policy stuff. on butt stuff? You were like, yeah, yeah, and you got again, your ass like, eaten. How did you feel about cleanliness it? above all? I feel yeah, like for me, you got to tidy that shit for, up. And then I'm always just speaking for me when I say this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was okay. Like it it yeah. didn't like ring your. It's back. not gonna make me come. Right. But like it was a part of a very pleasant evening. <laughs> When you say that like that, it sounds like you're like, well, I got my ass eaten. But you know what? Also, we did some crochet and it was really cute. Yeah. It was a holistic evening. Right. <laughs> and that was just part of it. I love it. Yeah. Um, when you were bent over getting your ass eaten, mm-hmm. I guess the question is, <laughs> did you, you were talking about how you kind of felt like kind of strange because that's not the, the position that you're normally in. It was vulnerable. Yeah. You felt vulnerable. Did you feel like you had given up something when you did that, or not in a regretful way? But yeah, okay. it kind of it was kind of like relinquishing that that exhausting responsibility of being the dominant one. Girl, hello. Right? As a blousy top, I like, hear you. Sometimes you're just like make decisions. I don't want to. Like, what do the handcuffs even add? Why are we doing all this? <laughs> what happened to missionary? What. What happened to eye contact? If I did episode titles, that would be the episode title. What happened to Missionary? Yeah. What happened? Whatever happened to it. I am struggling to take you any kind of serious. It's right the visor. Now. It's the the bumble. Do you want to switch? Because I think, kind of. Yeah. Because the the hat for you, I think that makes more sense, just like spiritually. If that's the one you want to keep, I'll understand. I, I wouldn't want to take this this plastic visor from you. When am I going to wear it? When are you not going to wear it? I guess Mahjong night, yeah. Yeah, you've got a lot of Mahjong nights. <laughs> um, okay, going back to my list of odd questions. Yes. Um, talk to me about your personal, because I know that you don't represent every, every heterosexual man, although in my mind you do. I don't represent anyone but myself. <laughs> um, what's your policy... On muff diving, are you, is it required for you? I'm sorry, because it's not the 80s, you're going to have to refresh my memory on what muff diving means. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, eating a vagina. Do you mean oral sex on a woman? Yeah. Because that's how we call it now. We're not calling it muff diving? No, too many triggers. Is that a trigger? Well, muff to me means there's definitely bush involved. Which is there is not bush involved? Days, which is rare these you days. You don't see bush? It's, it's coming back, and I'm kind of glad. Okay. Yeah. Are you pro Bush? Anti Bush? Super pro. Super uh, well, pro. When it comes to Bush, like that has no bearing on my. It's still a vagina. What's at the end of the day? Yeah. It's like. What's a little extra friction? Yeah. Nothing to me. Like if I'm asking <laughs> you to do this, right? To deal with yeah, all of this. Who the this. fuck am I? Yeah. To demand and plus, like I know the pains of of waxing and laser, like ingrowns and shit like that. Like it hurts. Question. Yeah. Are you a manscaper, and what's your process? Um, yeah, not traditionally. No, I mean, I I have a, a separate beard trimmer. I never okay. go scorched earth unless it's just the balls. Okay. Because I feel like the balls in your mouth are one thing that should be hairless. Really? Just out of, like, if I'm asking you to do this, right. the least I can do 
is have so it fire. just so yeah. fresh and so clean. Narrow this shit down. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> pro, pro, uh, pro keeping it like clean and neat. Reasonable. Reasonable. But don't get crazy. Yeah. You don't want to look like a prepubescent. No. Like I'm right. a 32-year-old man. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. And I look like a 32-year-old. Yeah, like yeah. the carpet matches the drapes, let me tell you. Oh, God bless. They're actually usually around the same kind of length. That's a fun fact about me. <laughs> fun fact, if you see it on the fun face, fact, yeah, you see that's it what it looks face. like on the balls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, super pro going down. It's one of my favorites. I like... Having... Is it your first move? Like, naked? I I, I feel no, ashamed so saying must dive now. Kissing. Okay. Uh, there are some people that it does not start with kissing. It again oh. depends on like what you're out to accomplish. Yeah. Like with with one girl, it was like show up, strip naked, tie down to something like super dominant, like yeah. no kissing almost ever, like not even going down on her ever. It was like just like bop. do things to her. Okay, but not in that way. Um, <laughs> but not in that way, yeah. meaning eat her pussy. Yeah, exactly. Do you uh, do you like um, outside of like that kind of experience? Do you feel like you know, blank slate. You have a woman in front of you who's like, give her. I like doing What's it for me. I like doing it for me. My move is, um, so now I'm actually 50-50 about is there music playing? <laughs> circle, right, circle all the way back. Is Thank You Next by I'm, Ariana Grande I'm playing? Because like sometimes yeah. it like sets an unrealistic tone yeah. or like you feel like you're conformed to that style of sex. Like if the weekend's playing, do we make eye contact and I make love to you? Or is Rammstein playing and I'm fisting your asshole? Like, these are two different moods, and so frankly, I find right. no Step music. Step one is the music. No music. Okay. No music, but like... Can you just quickly take a puff off that bong, because like, you're holding it, like you need it in your life, and I want you to, to get the job done, you know? <laughs> Thank you for that audio experience for my, my listeners. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, okay, so... You're into eating pussy. Is, is that the right term? Should I be calling it something? Yeah, I'm super into it. Okay. Um, what is it about eating pussy that you enjoy? Like, what is... What's Sorry, the, what's I'll the reference game? it again. I said before, my pleasure comes from the physical displays of pleasure that mm. my partner is exuding. Yeah. So people who are, like, really in, like, in their own head and can't... Like, I once had a first date where we came back here. She was gorgeous. And we started fucking, and then, like, after, like, 20 minutes, she was like, are you close? And I was like... Are you? Are, yeah, exactly. I was like, are you? <laughs> she was like, oh, no, I don't come. And I stopped right then and there. I was like, then we're done here. <laughs> right. We've done all we can. Then we're done here. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, for me, it's very important that my partner have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If, if she doesn't like that, or, like, a lot of women on a first date, especially, or a first encounter, they don't want you to. Really? Like, men are very much like, I'll put my dick in a wall, and whatever's on the other end can suck it. <laughs> women, I've watched that porn. <laughs> women, women, by and large, um, a lot of their orgasm is in their head. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they have to be comfortable with you, mm-hmm. unless they're so turbocharged with sex energy that they want to, like, grind your face in it. Like, yeah. it's, it's two ends of the spectrum. But oh, you need to wild. know your partner. Like, Okay. Yeah. But how do you know your partner if you met them on field? 
Words. <laughs> words. That's and for me, what like, is this communication nonsense you're word, trying to words peddle and communication right now? to me are super important because yeah. it's about setting expectations. Uh, I'm bringing things from work into this. I'm upset, but I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. The reason I'm good at my job and understanding what makes a good conversation is mm-hmm. because this is how I have approached. Like this is my life. Conversation and words are my life, mm-hmm. and and. It's like, you know, asking certain questions to find out what the limits of the next person you are. Like some people I'll just ask like, you know, we're just talking on Tinder or something like that. I'm like, well, what are you into? Right. And that's a big out, right? I hate that question, TBH. Well, some people take it like, you know, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, Mm. what am I into? And some people take it like they'll just be literal. They're like, I want a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Some people say skiing. I'm that bitch. And then some people, (laughs) some people say like, no strings attached, like... Fuck me sideways on the side of a bridge while a troll watches. God, I'd love that. Like, not every woman wants to be wined and dined. And I think that's one of the most interesting things that I've learned in my brief time on this universe. Uh, In this universe? Whichever. Uh, I'm drunk. Um, So, but one of the things I've learned is that it's amazing to me how there's this idea, I think, in media and so many things about, like, all women want X. And the truth is, all women want exactly what men want, which is like occasionally to like fuck it out, come together, and literally never speak or see that person ever again. People and I are think people. That's great. Regardless of gender, people are people. Yeah. And the things that people want span across gender and race and all that stuff. Like it's Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's it's so great. It's so great. It's because like so there great. was a time in my life where I literally thought to have sex with a girl, she had to think you wanted to be her boyfriend. When did that change for you? Um, God, I guess 2018. <laughs> it was a banner year. Because, like, 2018 was when I came out of a four-year relationship. Like, literally right before that was a five-year relationship. Like, almost bookended. Um, so you spent essentially a decade I have traditionally like... been, like, a serial monogamist denying that, like, maybe this is something I want. But mm-hmm. then... Yeah, yeah. I love that. What 2018? What a year. So 2018, like and and maybe even earlier because it came from like me trying to check like a ton of like masculine male like negative male energy that existed in me Ugh. and actually listen and and step outside and recognize when I was being the things I didn't want to admit I was, right? Like when people are like, "Oh no, I'm not a racist." Or like, "Oh no, I'm not misogynist." Or, "Oh no, I'm not a sexist." It's like but then you do those things. Like, how do you not see that, like... And, and those it's, are the things and it's that okay. you're saying Like, there's context. Like, you came yeah. from a small town. You didn't know any better. Like, the, mm-hmm. the big thing is that you can hear when someone says you're being a certain way, listen, try and understand why, and then grow from that. Yeah. And doing that, I think, has, has led to where I'm at. I'm... Just... Girl, you better yeah. stop giving me hope because yeah. you know how I feel about hope, and hope. I'm 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 anti hope. Twenty nine. So have I been. Like, let's <laughs> talk about nine eleven. Like, <laughs> that shit cut me so deep, and right. I don't even yeah. know why. Like, you're just like, no hope anymore. Yeah, I gave yeah. up on people for a long time, and twenty nineteen <laughs> for me is a huge swing in the other direction. Right, you're Maxine Watersing. You're reclaiming your time. You're saying hope exists. Yeah, and we can all get better. Yeah. To quote uh, wife-beating racist uh, Mahatma Gandhi, don't quote me on that. I think that's true. <laughs> Please Google it. 
Um, <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, no, I believe that is a Mahatma Gandhi quote, according to all of the white women who've posted that meme on oh, Instagram. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, what a great segue. Speaking, oh. <laughs> speaking of Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Um, one of the important questions I want to talk to you about is the idea of heterosexual body image. Because I think there's something tied into this. I, you were talking a little bit about how you know, your perspective has changed as a result of interacting with all of these factors in the universe. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I think comes up a lot in gay men is this idea of you know, the perfect body and what that means and how that impacts how you interact with the universe. And it ties into all those bullshit things around like toxic max masculinity and all that shit. So like for you, do you ever personally like wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I'm hideous because I don't have a nine pack? Never. Not even once. I mean, there's times like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here like I've never experienced self-doubt, right? Or like yeah. sometimes like, you know, I look at myself and I'm like, I could be something else. So like, oh, I wish I wasn't so lazy. Then I could be like this. But then I look at the practical side of things and like I've never had a six pack. I've never been buff. And and yet like like you say, I've crushed the pea. So Yeah. According to me, you so like, crushed are, the pea. So what are my motives for feeling lesser because I'm not more physically something else, right? Mm -hmm. Is it because I'm like, oh I can't get girls because this? Like, no, it's not that. Like Women value confidence no matter, and people value confidence, no mm -hmm. matter what the body that exudes it comes from. Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know, I think that body image stuff, it, it doesn't come from trying to be liked by the opposite gender or by the person that you want to find sexually. It's it's just, it's everything. It's this whole world, right? It's this idea mm -hmm. of, of you're not perfect, or yeah. you're not good enough. You're not Instagram worthy. Well, this was a way before Instagram, this was <laughs> a thing too, but yeah, like... Yeah. That, that is the thing. Like, now it's more about the image than it is the actual. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've, I've gone on dates with people who were nines and tens, and they've just, like, I haven't wanted to do anything with them physically because their act, their personality, their, their character wasn't there. There's people who would have taken them home because they're just about, like, some scorecard. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just to knock them off the bingo yeah. card. Yeah, have a six-pack or don't. Like, <laughs> that's not stopping you from anything other than, like, how much can you lift? How far can you run? Well, and even then, like, and having a six-pack, like, every Every great. body is different. Like, I've seen people who win triathlons and look like soft people. <laughs> right? like the, the Irish have an right. expression for it. It's called wiry. Like, wiry. Yeah, you're tough as nails, but you don't look like it. Right. Yeah. I've, I've met those people yeah. where, like, you're... You're like, fuck you, I could blow and knock you over. And then they punch you in the face, and you're like, oh, I'm dead now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I th It's that kind of confidence that I wish... Like, I wish I had the confidence of a heterosexual man. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well. I don't know what let it me, takes. Let me tell Well, it takes years of that being the standard for what's All okay. Things. For the only thing that's like... Right. <laughs> being, being a cis white male is... Uh, <laughs> It's really Where difficult. does that come from? Well, uh, you know, since the dawn of time... <laughs> it's been great. There's been this one thing that people yeah. are like, well, that's the best then. <laughs> and those people were the people that represented that majority. Yeah. And I'm excited to see that changing. I mean, I am too, I guess. I just... Uh, it's, it's one it's of those slow. things... It's so slow. And it's also... 
it's this funny thing where I think what started to happen now in terms of that like cis white maleness is that it's like that's a dirty word now and it's like no they're they're also people and they're allowed to be good at whatever yeah it's just that everyone else can be good at things they, too they just traditionally see, we just traditionally yeah I don't they, know why I'm saying they, they like the two of us are yeah. both cis white males <laughs> so let's let's put it out there uh, yeah, now the listeners know. Oh, God, twist. Uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know. I'm it would have explained, explained all this. I would have uh, summed it up nicely. <laughs> but but um, yeah, they're, they're yeah. traditionally the people that don't accept the privilege or don't mm. accept the like the massive position in life that that comes like. I don't get followed at Shoppers Drug Mart. I, you know, yeah, I yeah. don't worry about using my real name because mm. I feel people will think it's weird. I don't worry about my hair being the reason I don't get a job. Like Right. Those aren't that, things that ever come up for you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, accept those things and move on, and then maybe you don't have to feel like it's a dirty word. Twist. Right? Like, fucking grow yourself. <laughs> 2019. Okay, wow. We have... Hard turned in some some into some issues. We're not that even are talking just, about sex anymore. I don't even know what we're doing on this podcast. Pull up the notepad. You got great writing. I, I don't, but I do have two questions left on my notepad. That's pretty good. And I think they're going to circle back to what this podcast is about, which is a, is storytelling. Mm. And what I want you to tell me about is the best sex you've ever had. There's no, and I can't do this with movies. I can't <laughs> shut up, phone. I can't I mean, do this. I with... think we talked about it at the beginning, like turn your notifications off. New phone, then... I don't know how. Right. <laughs> Got it today. You're so rich, though. Yeah. Team Pixel or whatever. <laughs> Forget the hashtag. Team Google Life. I don't know. I I'm not here to try. Big that. Brother. Sure. We got you now. Hashtag we got you now. Hashtag not Huawei. Whatever no, that one not is. Not Huawei. Huawei. Which is where the Chinese are spying us, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God bless them for trying. They're doing their best. Yeah, they're going to not like what they see. <laughs> a lot of like, weird porn. The reason we're spying is because we just need to justify our way of doing things, and we feel like if we just look at you close enough, we can sell we can it do that. so much easier. Yeah. Like, mm, you don't All want, you don't want Google. That. Trust me, this is what it leads to. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoy Bing. It's great. Bing is so good. That way you don't get into yeah. like clown fisting blood porn. Anyway. <laughs> so tell me about the best sex you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't because it's happened so many times in my life. Oh my god, what a shitty answer. Tell me about one of the best sex experiences you've ever had. Jesus Christ, I'm drunk. Well, <laughs> and we've, I want everyone to know we've drank the same amount and I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm a lightweight, everyone knows this. Um... Well, I mean, recently. So, so the only person I'm seeing right now, um, yeah. there's this really intense emotional connection and this mm. really intense chemistry. I love that. That leads to, like, I, I've been in the sexiest scenarios, right? Like threesomes and, and orgies and stuff like that. And I can keep myself from coming until someone either tells me to or I'm like and now it's sounds like I've gone to Oasis for five hours before I come once like right but like I have arrived this but, is the moment but with this most I... recent partner like I'm coming staying hard and we're doing it again oh look at you you're so yeah. filled with stamina I can't so <laughs> I feel like that's when you know you found wifey 
<laughs> Which, like, with right. her, I'm not playing it cool at all. I'm coming yeah. on so strong. You're it's, just like, this is happening, and yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so what's your record in terms of coming? For how many times in a day? Yeah. Self-love, or? <laughs> uh, now I want the answer to both. Like, self-love versus fuck-love. I don't know. I feel like seven... Seven or more. Seven personal. Around seven. Personal experiences. Well, no, that's with, like, people and self and all of it. Oh, like, like mixing it all together. Seven. Yeah, I've had some days. <laughs> when, right. I think Mars was waning. <laughs> or there was a retrograde. I'm not quite sure. Right, yeah, like Saturn was doing, like, a yeah. flip. I had recently drawn the King of Cups uh, in my latest tar- tarot reading. And... Do you do your own tarot readings? So until recently, if you brought that shit up, I would have hit you. Um, and I've, I've punched my sister in the shoulder. From a place of joy? Or... No, from a like... You're an idiot. I'm like, you've place. bought into a trend mm. and yeah. like, go fuck yourself for even thinking this. This is nonsense. Like, just hand me a fortune cookie and we'll but call like, it the P.S. I'm also a Scorpio. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh-huh. right? But then... But I've always believed in like you know self-prescribed destinies. It's just like okay. someone hands you a script and they're like, "Well, you've made my life easier." Like becoming the thing you're accused of is huge for me. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that's yeah. So to answer my question though, mm. do you do your own tarot readings? No, no. Uh, my <laughs> sister did one, and I let her. And then uh, recently on. Like, my first date with who I just started seeing, mm-hmm. and this must speak to how much I, I like like her, um, she and her friend did tarot readings, and I did one for her, she did one for me, mm-hmm. she did one for a friend. Okay. And I, yeah. I have so many questions. Item one, do you know what deck they were using? Uh, someone with a PhD had made it. Oh, there was a lot of, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what was the format of the cards? Were you doing like a three card read or so a ten card read? It was like a Celtic cross. I but love it, the Celtic cross. The so that was my first reading ever was the Celtic cross. My okay. sister did it for me. I have a Celtic cross tattooed on my back. Of course. And did. it actually did like, you know, I shit on it, but then I also don't believe in good and evil. So there's a lot going on there. Yeah, but you're a complicated person. I'm complicated, okay? And it's I don't okay. believe in karma. And yet. And yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Like, I've been in abandoned buildings and be like, come fucking at me, ghost. Like, I'll challenge God verbally out loud right now to strike me down and it won't happen. Yeah. Until it does. No, that's just random coincidence. <laughs> random. Look, I'm not a very faithful person, so like, I get you. I you have you. faith in chaos. Always. Right? Always. Uh, but yeah. What a good sentence. I have faith in chaos. Hashtag obsessed. John Lennon said it first. Life Ugh. is what happens while you're busy making plans. Well, what happened to him? He didn't say I have faith in chaos. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> he was just going out. <laughs> just leaving the hotel. Yeah. Like, gonna get some, I don't know, parsnip. I hope he was shopping for parsnip that Gun day. down. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I Gun hope. Down. I haven't looked at the photos, but I hope that the crime scene photos have, I've, like, a bag of parsnips. I've been to the hotel. Of course you have. Yeah. Have you hung out with Yoko Ono? I was kicked out of the AGO for damaging a sculpture of hers once. What did you do to Yoko Ono? It was this clear plastic tower with an actual just sewing needle at the top, and I flicked the needle because I was like, I didn't know that it was art. I was like, someone left this needle carelessly placed, (laughs) flicked it, and it like, it just like the tip of it bent. The whole thing didn't bend. It was just like it was now sort of like curved a little and. 
I had to leave. So you ruined a priceless piece of art. I don't know, priceless. But anyway. <laughs> okay, let me circle back. Um, because I feel like... <laughs> so it's good to know that you're a multi-comer in this new relationship you're in, which is great. Best sex ever, yeah. Um, Hashtag best sex ever. And then ever. other times it's more public. Like uh, at a Depeche Mode performance at Coachella in 2006 in the audience. Like that was really cool. It wasn't the best sex ever, but like... <laughs> But it's, Just as a sentence, it's that still, is great. It still exists in my mind where so many sexual encounters don't. So what makes something the best? Okay, wow. Yeah. I, you know what I love about you? It's that... I'll never give you a straight answer. I mean, no, I'm used to that with heterosexual men. That's kind of their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Listeners will know from the Brandon episode that there's never a straight answer from a straight person. Shout Especially, out to Brandon. Hashtag, shout out to Brandon. Yeah. Um... But no, what I love about you specifically is that I will ask you a question and you always like give this preamble that suggests a magical, wonderful story, yeah. but you will never tell that story. Yeah, it's the mark of a good sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> like how I knew my last relationship ending was she had a book that was like about dating a sociopath and we hadn't talked about it. I just right. saw her reading that book. I was like... I can clearly see why you're reading this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think you're a sociopath? No, I don't believe in labels, man. <laughs> I'm obsessed. You're you're really killing it right now. Okay, let me ask you the final question on my list of heterosexual questions. Um, it's very similar to the first one, or the last one. Um, what is your worst sexual experience that you can remember? Uh. The word that came to mind is so offensive. Uh, And the word is stank puss. Um, (laughs) So it was actually in a group scenario. And um, it was like, kind of like she, we'd been like, all right, maybe. And like, she wasn't even, that's the thing about like weird sexual fantasies and stuff. It's not even about the quality of the person you're with. Like they don't even have to look the part. It's just that it's happening. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. your standards just, anyway. So this girl with dreads comes over. And yeah, it was just, it was so bad that I had to make up some, and I'm very much like, used to be a yes man about things. Okay. Hence like, why, I'll make it happen. Hence why I've sucked a dick before, you know, like, say, We've yes, all been say there. yes to life. We've but all this, been there. this I said no to. This I said no to. Really? Yeah. Like, it opened, it flowered before you, and you're like, you know what? Not my color. Yeah. I mean, you can't, that's the one good thing about being a man to some degree, and I wonder if this is part of the power structure that exists currently that needs to be torn down but like it's probably like unless there's chemicals involved it's really hard to rape a dude with his dick like you can fuck him in the ass sure but like raping a dude in terms of like getting him hard yeah there's a mental game involved there's a mental game involved too like there is a mental game involved in in men's um, sexuality and you can't fake like if I'm not if that has happened like right. it just goes down and like I now have to say something you know I, I have to ask you this what did it smell like um <laughs> I, it, like I don't know how often you ask people to relive their traumas so for literally me, just, all the time it's taking a minute it's taking a minute yeah we've gone through some dark shit on this podcast um, accidentally just, just like if a vagina could have BO I guess did it smell like <laughs> like, you're probably familiar with smegma or cheese dick, right? Yeah, no, I've, I've had it, I've experienced yeah, it, it's, I've it's, seen it. It's that, 
if it was all on the inside. Also, you didn't even ask about like the types of vagina. There's innies, there's outies. Like, tell me more. This, see, this is the thing. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Okay. Yeah, I should. Break it. I should be leading the conversation for a while. We're. <laughs> Fuck that stanky pussy. Just Who Google, cares? Just Google the two things. Google Audi vagina, and it'll probably change you. Like, you'll know what you thought was a vagina. It's just an innie. Like what that. the fuck is an Audi vagina? It's just stuff's more on the outside than it is on the inside. What does what stuff mean? I mean, I'm no biology expert, <laughs> right? Don't worry. No one's holding you to anything here. So there's just more, more flaps on the outside. I saw not tucked in. Like, do we need to Google an image? I mean, I, I'm... Kids at home, if you have a computer <laughs> and you have your parents' If I Google Audi vagina... Yeah, Audi vagina. I, okay, I'm doing it. I'm literally I, doing I it right now. I think there's actually a really funny picture of, like, a ham sandwich normally and then a ham sandwich, Stop. like... Stop! Okay, Audi... And the rumor is that Taylor Swift has more of the Audi... And that's, <laughs> that's why she's... So Allegedly. Old. Well, yeah. Allegedly. Like, I, don't, I don't need to be sued. Yeah. Okay, showing results... For Audi vagina, I'm switching to images now. Not even incognito, folks. He's given up. Oh, I, honey, it's my phone. They want to incriminate me. Go for it. Do I have like safe yeah, searching? Looks, What's going on? It you know looks what? Like you have safe settings. I don't want to poison your phone, your new phone. With oh my this. god, these are the okay. Yeah, see, here's the sandwich. They didn't get that, but that is literally it's a it's a sub, not a sandwich. <laughs> And that's that's the truth. That's the difference. Okay, so it's like it's like the it labia? Um, the labia, labia majora sure. are a bit more prominent on an Audi yeah. than perhaps yeah. like a cute like ooh, a little slit like, like hey think Dumbo. <laughs> so that's well, also... we need to, we need to stop talking because everything that we say from here on in is offensive. Some people quite like that look. <laughs> Again, do you have a preference for an innie or an Audi? I. If it's if it's someone I'm gonna be with forever, yeah. long term, for me it's the innie. But there's there's women who have circumcised and men who have circumcised uncircumcised preferences. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've all got our things. Like no one's gonna judge you because you like a skin flap or don't. Yeah. Like just just choose. I dated right a guy who was like mad that he had been circumcised and like activist about it. And I was like, I I guess I've never really thought about it. Yeah. No. I'm 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 on that same train too. Right. Like hashtag it, twist. Because they say. That it does affect the. Are you circumcised or not? I'm not. You are not. No. Okay. Yeah. And nor am I, which is why when people are oh, like, "Hey, oh, <laughs> hooded brothers," <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that anyone's ever even had a problem with it in my life. But like, just oh. because you are or aren't circumcised, yeah. it doesn't guarantee one or the other experience, right? Like there are circumcised dicks where like mm-hmm, we still don't know how to use it and then there's uncircumcised <laughs> dicks that are like oh well that that's you know mega, what not everyone flat. can crush puss in the same way that you crush puss well when you got it you got it you know what i mean stay safe too i would say get, <laughs> get tested and stay safe we haven't talked about that i think that should be the first thing to talk about is like be transparent and open with people in every capacity that is actually a great question how often do you get tested every two months which is the limit. Shut the fuck up. For yeah. real? Yeah. I have... Honestly, it's stunning to me. Um, I have a, a good Judy of mine. She talks about... She's a, she's, a, she's a songstress. She's in several bands. And she talks about these straight men in her bands who are like fucking women endlessly. And like randos. And then she's like, 
oh, maybe you should just go on prep so that, like, to be safe for you and for them. Like, everyone's cool. And they're like, what the fuck's that? Yeah, what is prep? And then she's like, oh, um, have you never been tested? And they're like, why would I do that? Like, it's astounding. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of guys who don't get tested, but, like... Prep is the thing... And, and do so you know what prep is? No, I don't. Oh, you legitimately don't? I don't. It's prep is a, it's it's a, a thing that can keep you from contracting and or passing along uh, HIV. Really? Like yeah. What do you mean by a thing? Like it's a pill. It's, it's a, a pill. Device. It's a daily pill you take. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's honestly, it's super cool. What? That's on the streets and we don't know about it. That should be in. That should be in Flintstones vitamins it, as just I, a standard. I honestly don't know why. Why it's is not. it not in the drinking water? Ask right. the real question. Next to fluoride. Next to fluoride. Prep. Yeah, why do we accept, you know, fluoride? Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? Because, like, if that were the case, in a generation, HIV wouldn't be an issue. But because what's happened now is that you have so many... I think in many ways it's so great that the younger generations, because I'm an old bitch, um, are, like, fucking whoever and whatever they want, and that's awesome, but the problem is they're not necessarily thinking about that transmission yeah. thing. And and when you go get tested, it's not even like HIV testing is included. It's guacamole. It's an add-on. Wait. W- sorry. Pause it. Where do you get tested? At the clinic at Church and... Uh, oh, so you go to the hassle-free? Yeah, hassle-free. And they're not doing HIV testing there for you? They do, yeah. I, I request it. Oh. But, like... <sighs> But not not every time. Like, I probably do that, like, every other time. Or, like, sometimes okay. it's just, like... I'm also very aware of the sexual activity of my partners. Like, that, right. for me, is paramount. Like, yeah. you should not have... Like, you can get an STD... STI now. <laughs> Thank you for updating. STI from unprotected oral sex. Eh. So, no, not eh. Like, eh. <laughs> then you've never had one. Or if you have, you know that it's just a little bit of pills, and then it's all good. And, and that's so my thing. Decreases like, I the, worry like, more about the shit that like is forever. Well, it's and it's the people who leave it undiagnosed, right? Like if you yeah. don't know, then potentially like twenty other people don't know. Right, you're patient zero for a whole thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. like that's that's like fiduciary responsibility. Like I take that shit serious <laughs> because I read the news, I see what's yeah. happening to like the shitty men in the world who, like, don't care about other people. Right. Like, You're like, if I'm going to throw my dick out there, I'm going to know what it's throwing. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, a lot of people, like, if you take an anthropology side of things, they blame the hippie movement, which is kind of unique to North America, which has the most, like, and, and Europe, which is the most cis white male populations. Like, mm-hmm. you had hippie parents. They said you were a special boy too many times. And so you think that a little too much. Go get tested. Be realistic. Be transparent. What is happening? I'm just. This is not what I set this podcast out to be. Yeah. Also, how many of my, uh, how many of who I'm trying to reach is listening? Yeah. I mean, right. right. Like. Yeah. All, all the homosexuals in New Zealand are like, I got tested four minutes ago. Dial it back. Please. I have the home testing kit. <laughs> I get the monthly subscription. Like, don't yeah, worry about like, me. Like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I know litmus testing like the back yeah. of my hand. No, um, yeah, it is crazy, and I know a lot of people don't get tested. Yeah, and they should. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting, so the last episode I recorded was, and we do have to wrap up soonish, but the last episode I recorded was with a friend of mine named Meg, who I fucking want to be when I grow up. He's mm-hmm. 71, and he was a homosexual in the 70s, 80s, 
I mean, still, he continues to what? be homosexual. You no, know, because it's a choice, and he chose not <laughs> yeah. to later. He was like, you know what? At 71, I'm going to get married to a lady. Yeah. Although, technically, he was married to a lady. It was a whole thing. Anyway, oh, I know. He's lived a life. Yeah. Um, and what's fascinating, like, he himself is positive, and he... It was interesting. I, I don't even remember if this came up on the episode, but I was talking after, or during, where it was like, part of the process of these podcast is like I've discovered about myself like I have had so much unprotected sex because I'm a fucking idiot but at the same time I think there's something about sex where it's like you know what it does turn off your brain and it does you just you put yourself in situations that the rational part of yourself doesn't necessarily come to play well so that's what's interesting and he was like forgive yourself for that because that's what sex is just have a better future yeah just like Try your best, yeah, and like shit will happen. It doesn't really matter. It's the freaking like anyone I have unprotected sex with. It's because I actually trust them, mm. and I have had that conversation. Yeah, and then I've mitigated what risk seems to exist and made that choice for myself, and then had those conversations with other people as well. Girl, I feel you because I in in most situations in my life where I've done that, we've had some kind of conversation at the very minimum. Yeah. 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 I right. mean, wrap it up. <laughs> Although you know this, what? This I'm sick be, of me too. This could be a two part episode. Like we do another just intro like, again. Just lean right rolling. into it. Just like let's let's oh, see yeah, what happens. We're, we're solving the world's issues right now. <laughs> Unfortunately we're preaching to the choir though, I feel like. Yeah, no, that's kind of the problem. Anyway, thank you so much for doing this. It was my pleasure. I feel like I have learned a little bit about being a heterosexual. Uh, I don't know if I was the right person to talk to, depending <laughs> on what you were looking for. I don't know, as like the only like master pushy, 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 mm-hmm. Jesus. Push a pee. The, the only master pussy, I can't even say it. The only master pussy crusher, mm. I got it, mm-hmm. uh, that I know, I think it's been very illuminating for me. Because we ended up getting along. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. You just have to be normal and, and like, yeah. be a decent person. Like, and that's the sad thing. The bar is so fucking low yeah. right now. You just have to be a decent a person who adheres to those very basic principles of transparency, honesty. Yeah. And you know, That is pretty bleak when you lay it out in those terms. Oh, it's great for anyone who's listening that's like, I'm just a regular person. Like, you don't have to be Rambo. You don't have to be... You just have to be honest. Yeah. Declare what you want, and then see what happens. Being just a normal, regular person is the new six-pack. Well, on on that note, it's been Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy who's very fucking drunk because I foolishly brought Spicebox Whiskey, not sponsored by... On top of the Prosecco. It's been an evening. I've mixed mine at this point. Yeah, no, I saw that, and I was disgusted by the idea of Prosecco and whiskey together, but you gotta live your truth. It's like alcoholic ginger ale. I can't be part of this. Anyway, thanks for listening, especially my new listeners in New Zealand. Surprise oh. twist. Oh. Um, yeah, it's been a real, like it used to be Sweden was my, my top outside of North America listeners. Mm-hmm. And then New Zealand popped up. Yeah, New Zealand's cool because in no way are you related to those criminals on Australia. <laughs> I it's, mean. It's cool how you guys escaped that. Uh, moniker? Yeah, that moniker. Yeah. By just doing Lord of the Rings. and <laughs> Yeah, and, like. And having probably the most paradise based I don't know yeah no when I think about it of of the places that make sense for me to move it's probably New Zealand do they have trees there? (laughs) I feel like they do and on that note 
Good night. Good night. <laughs>